0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with Registered Financial Consultant Glenn Moseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Glenn Mosseller, and he is a registered financial consultant, founder, and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. We turn to him each week here on the podcast for guidance and advice in the financial world, making sure that we are in better shape for retirement and this should be an interesting one today glenn i'm going to ask you to be a marriage counselor in addition wow. to financial planner so an unlicensed one we should be clear on that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that, that counselor deal for the relationships that's uh you know, you, you have to play that role sometimes. But uh, like you say, it's not my expertise. But at the same time, in in some ways it is. I mean, because we, we have to resolve some issues that sometimes come up.
0: Well, the financial component of the relationship, you can be of assistance. And that's the direction where we're heading on today's program. It's a pretty easily widely accepted fact that, you know, a lot of spouses out there don't always agree on financial issues. If opposites attract, then we can expect some dispersement disagreements or some conflicts perhaps when it comes to money, planning, retirement, those kinds of things. So I'll kind of throw at you, Glenn, some of the top areas where we see these conflicts popping up between husbands and wives, and you walk us through some of these conflicts, how the conversations play out and what role you serve to help navigate these waters. One area of common conflict is when it comes to talking about how much of the money should be at risk and how much should be in a safe place often individuals see differently on that question.
1: Yeah, you're right, Walter, you know, and, and that, that comes up. And it's funny because, I mean, more often than not, you know, it's mister who's wanting to take a bit more risk. You know, now, yeah. that's not always true, but, but it seems like that's true, you know, more often than not. And, and I always uh, kind of make the joke, you know, has everybody's heard of the X gene and the Y gene. And, and then I you know, say, well, you know, has anybody ever heard of the G gene? And they said, well, what do you mean the G gene? Well, I was like, well, that's the greed gene, right? And, um, and a lot of times that comes into play, particularly when folks have been so focused on, you know, the rate of return, right? And um, it's just kind of one of those things It's a competitive thing. You want to make sure that you're getting as much out of it as you can. And, and so when, you, when we're thinking about retirement, obviously we have to think in terms of, you know, are we in the same place as, you know, to be looking at the rate of return, at least looking at it as such a big factor obviously, it's going to be still going to factor in. But, you know, when we're talking about retirement, you know, we have to start thinking, hey, there's got to be some money that has less risk to it. And maybe we still keep some that that has risk to it. But again, that may be the longer term money, you know, and so t- trying to find that right balance where, you know, everybody in the couple, you know, both folks can be comfortable. Now, that can be a challenge, you know, and, and really one of the things that comes into play there is is, is when we start t- talking about and thinking about um, the income planning, you know, most people really start to get it when you start talking about, hey, if you take distributions while things are down, then you're going to run out of money faster. That's really one of the, the key things that folks say, oh, okay, I realize this. I've been saving this money for you know for retirement and it's designed to be you know to have distributions to it and so you know I I understand the way it works you know if the account values down I can't be taking money out at that point and so it becomes a little bit easier conversation but sometimes it's it's tough to get there and and so it's it's always an interesting thing to see the dynamics of of what Mr. and Mrs. think and, and how we get to a point of finding that compromise and finding the place to be and And really uh, move forward with a workable plan.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because risk versus safety kind of becomes that matchbox that really sparks conversation when you start diving into that and highlight some of the differences for sure. Another question that often will inspire a little bit of conflict and good spirited conversation, at what age does it make sense for us to retire? And the answer to that question or at least how that conversation plays out is maybe not what you would expect. The expectation would be how soon can we retire but sometimes glenn i think the wife wants the husband to keep working or, or vice versa they're not ready to spend all that time together
1: <laughs> well you know I mean that that can come into play Walter. i mean you get all kinds of scenarios right? right and and that's right i mean and and some of it on the surface you think in terms of well you know do we have enough money to retire right and so you know thinking in terms of well how soon can we retire and sometimes that's part of the conversation and sometimes it's a big part of the conversation but other times it comes into play it's just like you know I have folks that say you know I, I really I want to keep working I don't really need the money but I enjoy doing it and I and I feel like it's going to keep me young and you know because it keeps my mind going and that kind of thing maybe I'm not going to work as hard or as many hours but I, I want to keep doing that or like you say you might have a scenario where they they know if they like they really love each other but at the same time they love each other in a way that it's like they're used to the fact that they spend you know just you know a certain amount of hours you know in the day together and then when when one's gone for a period of time and then they come back you know they've actually missed them and they're and they're glad to see them back whereas as if they're there together all the time every day all day well now it's, it's real easy to get on each other's nerves and and sometimes that happens too so it, it's always interesting to figure out how that's going to play out and then like you say to to determine you know Hey, when is the right time to retire? And and uh, maybe one person's going to retire sooner than the other, or maybe you know maybe they time it together, and maybe one ends up going back to work, or maybe volunteering, or something like that to make those dynamics work in the household.
0: And now this one, Glenn, another conflict that pops up uh, surrounding certain conversations is not just for couples, but even someone who might be single but have children where they might have an internal debate about what's the right thing to do here. And that's what kind of legacy do we want to live? How much money do we want to leave behind to the kids after we're gone? That question dramatically changes a financial plan depending upon the answer, but it also just some from a philosophical perspective, you know, people will disagree about the right choices to make there.
1: Well, you're absolutely right, Walter. I mean, that's one of the key questions that we really try to spend some time in when, when we're doing our discovery process, because everybody's a little different, right? I mean, I have I have some folks that will say, you know, well, hey, we're going to make sure that, um, that we leave, you know, X number of dollars or these particular assets, you know, to this child or to that child or to these grandchildren and whatnot. Then I'll have other scenarios where it's, you know, the exact opposite. They say, well, you know, hey, we've worked hard, you know, we've done, you know, All these things for our kids—they have lots of opportunities. They're doing well themselves, and they're kind of on their own, you know. And then if there's something left over, great. But you know, for the most part, you know, we're going to live our retirement and enjoy ourselves, and this is what we've been saving for all along. And of course, those are kind of the extremes. And we also get things that are in between. And so where it really gets interesting is is where one person feels one extreme and the other feels the other extreme, and then finding that right balance, you know. And sometimes that's challenging. And really, ultimately, though, we've got to resolve it in in one way or the other. And and typically we can get there. And and there's normally give and take like there isn't anything in relationships. But, um, you know, it's it's something that if you're not paying attention to it and if you don't plan for it, then you're going to be in a case where you're you're not going to necessarily be happy with your spouse because you felt like, well, we didn't leave enough. Or maybe they, the other one felt like, well, we're leaving too much that needs to be addressed and, and figured out in advance before you start, you know, putting all the finishing pieces and, and touches on on the plan. Because if you don't, then it's going to the plan's going to be out of balance and there's going to be something that's not going to work you know down the line and and certainly we want everything to be working you know and as like a well-oiled machine and making sure that everything is is going as it should be
0: all along the way. Yeah. This next debate could happen before you retire for some couples it might not be something until you're really thinking about or planning for or going through until later in retirement. I guess a lot will be about You know health and family situations will dictate how this conversation plays out but this one i won't say hits close to home but i can really identify with this one because my grandparents are going through the conversation right now of do we want to downsize to a smaller home or stay where we are and their conversation they live in maine and so they're kind of on the coast of maine beautiful Mm -hmm. condo but it's three stories tall you know, they're in their mid-80s now, and they're kind of like, well, we also live very far away from the rest of the family. Maybe it's time to, you know, come back south a little bit from being kind of all the way out there. But they love it up there, and it's where they've lived the last 15 years. And so, you know, they're having a disagreement right now. One wants to move and be closer to a college where they can have that activity and entertainment and be closer to health care and closer to family and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I think Gramps kind of likes it up there and and, and wants to stay. He he doesn't want to give up that beauty and the home and the life that they've built there in their community, and so it's a real struggle for them right now. Having, and they're having this conversation of, you know, what are we going to do with kind of this next home opportunity for us? Where are we going to go, or are we going to stay? And and they're very, uh, it's a very cordial argument or conflict, we'll say between them. But you know, this can be something that people feel really strongly about.
1: Oh well, no, no doubt about it, Walter. And and like you say, I mean, it's important. Right. Because, I mean, you know, it, it matters in terms of your, your daily activities and what you spend your time doing, you know, if you're going to be working around the house or if there's more or less. And, you know, if you downsize, then there might be less to do or you know, maybe you move into a community where, you know, a lot of that stuff's taken care of. Maybe you pay a homeowner's association dues and they take care of a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of pieces of that puzzle of thinking about, hey, where are we going to live? And, you know, that's like I say, one of my key questions to folks is, is, you know, okay, well, you know, is the house that you're living in now, is it going to be your last home? And then I just kind of shut up. <laughs> mm. And listen, right? Because yeah. you know, lots of things will come out. And, and and what's interesting is, is a lot of times folks will, um, they'll start to have conversation that they haven't had, you know, before, or maybe it's been a long time since they've had that conversation. One will say, "Well, you know, gosh, I didn't know that about you," and and, and the other, you know, obviously, the same thing. And and so we begin that conversation, and and it it becomes something that, like you say, I mean, there there can be an edge to it, but. Again, I mean, if we're not on the same page, we got a problem because then we're going to have a plan that's not going to work. And so it's really key. And, and like I say, that, you know, when you're talking about your grandparents, it, it's, there are lots of factors in, you know, how close do you want to be to family? You know, you know, do you want to be in a warmer or cooler climate? You know, do you want to be in a neighborhood? And, you know, sometimes folks just, you know, they stay in the same general area, but they move to a different community where, you know, it's, it's either a smaller yard or, or maybe the yard's going to be taken care of by, like I say, the, the homeowners association. And some folks have, have really haven't thought a lot about, the, you know, those questions. You know, the thing that can come into play is, is, you know, like you said, you know, they, they have a condo that's three levels. You know, well, you know, when you're thinking about when you're, you're going to be aging in place, maybe you really like being being in this general area, but, you know, maybe the house is not going to be conducive to that. You know, you, do you have everything on one level? And then those types of things can come into play. So again, th- those are conversations that need to take place. And that needs to be the how do we resolve that really needs to become part of the overall plan. Otherwise, you might end up upsetting the apple cart, you know, halfway down the road. And you certainly don't want to do that either. I mean, you want to make sure that you know what's happening, and and really too. I mean, another thing that can come into play is is if you're if you're going to downsize, sometimes that that ends up you know meaning that you end up with a with a windfall of cash, and sometimes folks are going to use that for their retirement, or they they might want to be thinking in terms of you know utilizing that to you know for kids or grandkids. So I mean, that's not it goes beyond just the home; it comes into the finances of of what to do and how to do.
0: Yeah, all important things to remember when you're kind of. Talking about retirement and planning for your future, you don't, I guess, Glenn, have to have that question answered at the start of retirement, but it's good to at least go ahead and start the conversation and know what direction you might want to head into, you know, 10, 20 years down the line. It just at least helps if you have an idea of maybe, are we on the same page? Is it something we've got to dig into further? It's a tough conversation to have if you're not on the same page, because that's a hard one to kind of compromise on. But you can still kind of find, I guess, a, a little bit of a way to make everybody happy in that situation. Just it can be tough, so it's good to flesh those things out. Last but not least, Glenn would be, you know, when husbands or wives are talking about talk about just the home. Well, the bigger picture of what's retirement going to look like. What is our dream? retirement what are we going to do with our time do we want to be more stationary do we want to travel all over the world do we, do we want to spend as much time with grandkids i'm sure the list goes on and on of how that conversation plays out
1: oh yeah absolutely and and <laughs> and that's important you now now a lot of times these conversations have happened a lot of times a little bit more but you know you you'd be surprised you know particularly when folks are still working maybe either one or both are still working then this becomes this becomes you know a, a more of an issue because um, sometimes you know the, the folks are just so busy that they don't really have these conversations and and they kind of make assumptions well you know we've kind of talked about this you know way back when and you know I'm thinking this and maybe the spouse is thinking something else and it's very important that you know, that you spend some time with it and sometimes you know it, it's um maybe you have the common ideas but the time frames aren't matching up you know for instance you know I've had conversations with couples where you know both them say that they want to travel, right? And they were all on the same page. They thought, okay, well, we're, we're thinking exactly the same thing. But one person says, Yeah, I mean as soon as we retire, I really want to take the next couple of years and take a lot of vacations and, and really just go enjoy ourselves. And the other one's like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was thinking more in terms that we were just gonna kind of relax for a while, just you know, just kind of take it easy and kind of settle down and then and then as time went on, we would you know, we would start taking additional trips and, and whatnot. And so even though they thought they were on the same page and they and they were in general, but how they were going to implement that plan and and create their retirement wasn't exactly what they thought. And so it's, again, I mean, engaging in those conversations, you know, is good to do with with the couple, you know, just between themselves and having those conversations. But also it needs to be part of that overall, you know, that financial plan and that retirement plan, because it it plays into, you know, the income plan and the tax plan and long-term care and where are the dollars going to be positioned and, you know, when are they going to be spent and what accounts are they going to come from? And, and the, you know, again, it's like we've talked about before. It's, it's, if you make decisions in isolation, you're going to end up having unintended consequences and you really want to, you know, try to plan things out as, as best you can. And that doesn't mean that you're just you know, completely rigid and there's no flexibility there. But you do have to you know, have some general, general ideas in terms of what you're going to spend your time doing and when you're going to do it, and that's key. And, and, and I really encourage folks, if you haven't had those conversations yet, or maybe you haven't even just you know, had those thoughts yourself, I mean, think taking some time and really thinking it through and saying, okay, well, I'm getting ready to retire. You know, what does this look like? You know, because it's one of those things. You've never done it before. Right, and uh, whenever when you start into something that you've never done before, you're going to have surprises, and so you want to think it through and and uh, and really have the conversations with the people that you care about and that you're going to be spending time with to you know to make sure that uh, everybody's kind of on the same page and that uh, that you're working together to en- enjoy that retirement.
0: And if you need some help getting on that same page, reach out to Glenn Mosseller and the team at Roadmap Financial Consulting. They can keep you on the right path to not only get to retirement but all the way through it as well. Make sure that these things are addressed when you have conversations. 336-291-3535 is your number to call to reach Glenn. That's 336-291-3535. You can also... Go to GreensboroRetirement.com, and you can book a time to meet with Glenn right there from your smartphone or your desktop computer. GreensboroRetirement.com, again, the place to go. And uh, right at the bottom of the page, you'll see free consultation. You can click on that and schedule a time to meet from your phone or computer. GreensboroRetirement.com Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You don't have to do all three of those, just whichever one you like to use the most. Or uh, also make sure that you're getting on the weekly email from Glenn when he gets not only you the episode for the most recent podcast that's that we're posting, but also more information about market news and commentary, blog posts, all that kind of stuff as well. Great newsletter resources for you to tap into. You can subscribe to all of that on the website, retirement.com. That's it for this week's podcast, but we'll look forward to talking to you again next time right here on The Retirement Roadmap with founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, Glenn Mossella. Thanks for listening.